Alright. Can you hear yourself? Because uh, no, <laughs> some people it uh it actually messes it up with the volume, but uh if you like hearing yourself then No, I can't hear myself with Okay, okay. Alright, cool. Okay. Alright. Uh so what's your name? My name is Denise Moses. Okay, very nice to meet you. Lisa? Nice to meet you. Denise. Denise, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's kind of hard to hear with the, with the uh, music. I can imagine. So. And the music in the background, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> so, uh, welcome to the show. This is the Autocast. Um, it's a uh, podcast that I do. Uh, but uh, I like to talk to interesting people. I like to talk to um, people that... Uh, I'm going to take these off because for me it messes up my, my talking. Um, but I love talking to people. So, what do you got going on? What is? Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, um, uh, my name is Denise, as I told you. I have a home health aid company, small business that I just started. Okay. Uh, August 24th will be a, a year since I um, launched off. Okay. Um, well, congratulations, first of all. Thank you. <laughs> That's a huge step. It's definitely hard. Um, but I've been working, just trying to learn how to build a business. Um, yeah. I work with a program called e for all Okay. Um, which helps that, like, helps you kind of like... Like shop, uh, shop tank. <laughs> yeah. So I pitched on my idea for to you know to get money and stuff like that. So that's one of the things I'm working on right now to help my business um, to expand. Also, I've been in newspapers. And oh, that's just, great. You know, um, just learning how to market and stuff. And um, Destiny's wow. actually one of my employees, which is awesome. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah. So here to support her like she wants. She supports me. Yeah, and that's that's kind of important, you know what I mean, to have that support uh, system and be able to mutually, you know, work with each other and benefit, you know what I mean. And right. I feel like if you don't have that chemistry, you know, it doesn't work really I well. Agree with you. Um, she, I think she mentioned you. Uh, she did an episode with me uh, the other day, um, but I believe she mentioned you, um, and she said that uh, you're very um, you're very on the same page with her. Oh um, yeah, her and I have a lot uh, in common and the same motivation. Yeah. And want the same thing, which is definitely huge. So yeah. we collide really good together. Yeah. Um, so she has a lot going on, and I have a lot going on, and we're just feeding off each other's energy and yeah. learning off each other, figuring out how we both can sleep. So it's definitely going well. That's awesome. So how did you get into into uh, opening your own business? What made you want to do that? Um. So I've been in the medical field for twenty years. Sure. Um, and I have learned. Um, I worked in facility, facilities. Yep. I worked in. Uh, home, I worked as a home health aide for quite some time because I'm in school for RN. Okay. Yeah. Um, so once I finish RN, I'll be able to work my own business as an RN. Yeah. So that's how I pretty much got in. But I learned a lot of companies. Yeah. And for the money, and I wanted more than that. I yeah. Wanted, I want to be able to show my my caregivers that I'm there for the compassion. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because I love them, and I and I want it. I call my my business extended family on loan. Okay. Because I adopted four kids, and I believe anybody wow. that come in my life is family, right? Yeah, absolutely. So everybody that comes in, I'm naturally adopting them into my family, whether Amazing. they're with me for a month or a long run. Yeah. Know? Um. So that's pretty much how I got in because I want them to have that feeling that they can go stay home in their own home. Yeah. And feel comfortable, but also with someone that's going to teach them what compassion can right. they can do. Right. So actually, I work in the medical field too. I'm a, I'm an EMT, so I do a lot of home calls, and I've and I've been through a huge amount of like nursing homes, uh, home homemade situations. Like I've I've seen a lot of, of different stuff. So I know I definitely know how hard it is to like find a good, a trustworthy person to take care of your loved ones. You know what I mean? That's something that definitely uh, there there are fewer of them than there are more of them. You know what I mean? They're very few and far between. So it's one of the things that like I really like about what you said is that you 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 have like family very old family oriented values 
Um, and I think that'll definitely that definitely plays a role in the way you um, handle uh, patients and and your oh, yeah. overall treatment of people. Listen, I got so many mothers and fathers, yeah, and sisters and cousins mm -hmm. and brothers. Like it's ridiculous. We all don't need to be the same color, right? Right. No, we can absolutely. We all be one big family. Yeah. Again, the kids that I adopted is Spanish and white. You yeah. Know? Um, so it's like no color matters. You yeah. Know? I love that. That's why I love the No Judgment <laughs> The No Judgment Foundation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like no judgment. No yeah. care. You know, we're all one, we're all yeah. family. So that's huge. So I, I apply that into my business a lot. Yeah. Like when I walk into their home, even if I don't work with them after, mm -hmm. I'm still part of their family. I still hit them up every day, or yeah. once a week, just to find out how the family's doing. Or, you know, and even after, yeah. they have gone because I work with hospice patients. So yeah. it happens and I become really close with them. Right. Some of my patients, I became... One of my one of my clients actually uh, sponsored me to become um, Catholic, and I wow. became Catholic through one of my really. Um, oh yeah, and I and I have dinner with her all the time. You know what <laughs> I mean? So it's like I gain from this. Yeah. So even if it's not it's not always about money. I right. I work for free sometimes. Yeah. You know, just to be able to gain that. Yeah. You know that trust with somebody. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Word of mouth is another word, and people right? can I, like people feel that. You know what I mean? Like people can feel when someone's being genuine. Um, exactly. I think we're we're like very sensitive to that as human beings um, we 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 know when someone's lying to us we know when someone's like being sneaky shady um, and they also know when you're being genuine when you when you when you do what you say you're gonna do you you, you show that you care in ways like that if it's working for free great if it's like just treating somebody like they're your family you know the people can pick up on most things yeah that extra love and care and for sure knowing that somebody has that compassion out there so i mean i am planning to be the best one out there so everybody better watch out <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that families just the beginning we're absolutely. about to blow up so absolutely it's huge for me it's something i love doing it's my yeah. passion i eat breathe it i wake up every day i don't wake up this not one day i wake up and say oh i dread going to work that's amazing it's listen i'm so i love work yeah i love work it's like yeah uh, Sometimes I'm like, I have to be out in the field. Even when I have yeah. all my caregivers out, I'm like, you want to call out? Like, I ask them if they want to call <laughs> out. I just want that, like, one-on-one -on -one with my clients. The hands-on. But that's, like, yeah. the cool thing about that is because a lot of people, like, they start their own business, they do their own thing, and then they take their hands off it. You know what I mean? They don't want to, they don't want to be, uh, you know, they don't want to be attached to it anymore um but that's like a disassociation thing you know exactly. what i mean and it may and i don't think it allows you to be fully invested in you know the things that's going to make your business flourish because exactly. if you don't want to deal with it you know what's the point i feel like you lose that connection and, and why you're really there yeah you know because like if you're like i always said to me and i know it's going to be hard you can't if I can clone me a thousand and one, like a thousand and one of me, yeah, it would be amazing, right? That's impossible, <laughs> right. right? Yeah. So what I do is I clone my caregivers. I train my caregivers to to have that care, and if they right. don't have that care and compassion, yeah, I'm sorry, I can't have them part of my family. But no, absolutely. I don't only call it my business. Extended family ain't just mine. Yeah. Yes, I'm the sole provider behind it. Yeah. But it's all about. So when yeah. we go in there, we everybody treat my business. Because with my caregivers, we all treat it like it's our own. So right. instead of destiny, like, oh, I work for her, I'm like... You work with. You, you work with me. Yeah. That's, that's more how it is with family. You right. Know what I mean? And not a lot of people treat each other that way. You know what I mean? Like, uh, these people, they start their businesses and they treat employees like employees. You know? And you, you, I'm sure you've heard that speech, too. When you work for companies, you go into a new company, like, oh, we're a family. We're a family. But a lot of them don't really practice what they preach. Because it's like, you are, yes, 
they give you that up front you know what i mean they kind of make you feel that way up front um but at the end of the day a lot of these people treat people like numbers not people so that's kind of like that's like a dream come true to work for somebody like that you yeah, know what i mean it's pretty cool like right now i would so i had like um i think it was on uh thursday was one of my classes from Eva raw we do have classes to teach you like okay. certain things like like so we have like um they teach you the marketing they teach you the numbers they teach you how to be professional yeah. So last week was the professional class, and they're like, you gotta know that the fine. Yeah, and absolutely. this is where I'm weak. This is my weak side of me, right? Because I listen. You walk in my life, you family. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so it's kind of hard to put on yeah. like that professional hat. Right. And I'm learning. Yeah. And then that family hat. Right. But it. I gotta listen. This nothing's impossible for me. Yeah. I gotta find a way to let them know that we're professional, but we family too. Yeah. And it's not easy because yeah. you want to treat them, and it's I get it. You want to treat them like family, and then it's the professional side where you gotta step up. Right. So that's why I'm like I'm learning the, the fine of how like professional and family. Yeah. Because like I said once again, you walk in my life, you part of it. You yeah. stuck. Yeah. Now you know. Now you stuck. You know, like, <laughs> I've been roped in. <laughs> you are roped in. You got the hook on. Yeah. I'm not taking it off. No, and that's fine with me. I mean, honestly, um, I I think we need more people like that in our lives. You know, um, and I know you say that it's kind of like a tough line to walk, but it's also like kind of like a motherly role. You know, when your kids are gonna love your kids, right? But you can't always be soft and caring. Sometimes you have to be firm. Sometimes you have to be instructive. Sometimes you have to. Yeah, and that's. I think it's more. Maybe if you approach it that way versus like trying to balance a business and family thing, that might be, you know, a that's little a more complicated. Great, listen, that's huge. <laughs> I definitely like that model. Listen, yeah. that is so And you're already doing it. You know yeah. what I mean? You're doing it well. And it sounds like you're doing it well. Um, especially, really you know, especially I imagine it's hard, you know, and it going is. back to your kids, you know, having adopted kids. How, how old are they? Are they? So I have two of my own and adopt. I okay. have four um, I adopted. So it's six of them. Okay. So um, five, seven. One's gonna be nine, but she's eight currently. She'll be wow. nine in a, a week. Right. Um, I have a twelve-year-old, fourteen-year-old, and a six. Well, fifteen-year-old that's turning sixteen. Yeah. Listen. That's a lot of work. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Same. But they're like in all different places too. Oh uh, yeah, and, and they all teach each other. I, I mean, I go through stuff, and I'm like, the business is no longer harder than dealing with these kids. Right. right? Oh yeah. As they get older and dealing with home yeah. and stuff, right? Like, dang, I got to deal with this. But it's definitely teaching me because, like, the more I, I, I drag my kids in, they yeah. have to learn about the business, too. Right. So it kind of helps out, you know? Yeah. They give me that hard side when I get in the business. It's kind of like a <laughs> relaxation. Like, ooh. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I, I love it, man. I, I juggle all these worlds. I be telling my kids, there's nothing you can't do. Absolutely. I'm legally blind. Yeah. I walk to clients. I want to have two hours away. Yeah. There and back if I have to. Wow. You know, yeah. I, I'm going to be a nurse. Mm -hmm. I was a professional boxer. Wow. I have my own business. Come wow. on, man. We unstoppable. That we is amazing. No, that's we all inspiring stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you're making it happen. At yeah. the end of the day, you're making it happen. You're doing what it takes. Yeah. Um, this is like, there's so much we can talk about because also, uh, you know, I was never like a professional fighter, but I did do a couple of jujitsu MMA stuff. Um, cool. So like I have, I understand like the work. I yes, understand. I understand fun. like you have to be, you know, you have to be resilient. You have to be, you have to be confident in yourself. You can't let you, if you lose, you, you can't let it define you and you can't let that be, you know, slips and stumbles. You know, these are things that the happen. losses are the best yeah. things, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. You learn from your mistakes, right? If Absolutely. If you always win, how are you going to learn from something? You're going to exactly. you know it all, right? Exactly. So You're that's not gonna the pay same attention. thing in life, business-wise, my kids, you know, boxing. That's yeah. how I look at it. I started off boxing and I think boxing taught me so much about being a fighter. Yeah. 
You know, like, oh, like, for example, they tell you you can't box, you have terrible eyes. Yeah. I made a way to box. No one knows that, right? <laughs> yeah. I trained with Floyd Mayweather, Robert That's amazing. Mayweather. You know, wow. I've been on TV. Wow. You know, and I didn't let that stop. Yeah. And I decided I want to be a nurse. You can't be a nurse. Yeah. You can't see. Why not? You don't have to see the veins, you got to fill them, right? Stop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're not doing this. Yeah. Find another way. You don't you make know? excuses, no I can tell. Excuses. You don't there's make no excuses. excuses. for anything. Right. So I'm telling you right now, there's no excuse I'm making it to the top. Yeah. yeah. And I I totally believe you. Like yeah, I have no choice but to believe you. You know what I mean? It's and I think I think you're doing all the right things and you you said that fighting taught you a lot of things. Um do you feel like that is something. How'd you find fighting in the first place? Um, so crazy story. <laughs> um, all, I so, love those. I love those. <laughs> so, um, my mom, my mom was a drug addict. Okay. And she, she didn't have, we didn't have much food. Right. So one time this kid, I seen this kid bullying some kid. It was a boy. There was like two of them bullying and some kid in school. I went to, I wow. actually went to Lawrence High. Really? Yeah. So um, the old school on Lawrence Street. I'm just oh, letting like everybody the, the brick know bill. that. Yeah, the yeah, real yeah, yeah, yeah. The real Lawrence Street, not, not the not other these, one, yeah. right? I'm old school. Yeah. So um, he was bullying them, and I didn't like that. So I jump in, and I fought them both. And then wow. this kid named Tipsy came up to me. That's what they, that was his boxer's name, Tipsy. Yeah. He was like, yo, you should get in boxing. I'm like, I always wanted to. Yeah. And I ended up in there. I started from there. I started getting there. But then it was more so of a money base. Wow. To be able to make money for my family, to feed my family. Sure. And it took off from there. I actually liked it. It gave me discipline. Yeah. It, it, it got me on the right track, right. you know, um, to, to do better for my life and what I wanted more in life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was it. I'm, a, I'm, I'm one of eight siblings. Wow. So, I, I wasn't gonna stop. It was to feed them, you know, and yeah. it just t it took off from there. Wow. You know? And uh, that's something like I find sports to be so important um, oh, in development because yes. um, you already mentioned like one of the biggest things that teaches you discipline. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And with discipline, that's something that we could all use a little more of, right? I mean, like some people have it down mastered. Some people it takes, you know, you know, they get it from the rip. Some people it takes months or years. Oh, yeah. um, but I think if you can master discipline, um, and that like even goes down to like what you eat. You know what you consume, uh, what like your sleeping habits. Discipline kind of is the root of success, I think, in a big way. Um, and you're just emanating that. Like I feel like you you got that down packed when you should have, nice and early. And uh, it's allow it's allowing you to accomplish and tackle so many other things. Hundred percent. It definitely built the foundation to what I want to do. Hopefully, in that future. Yeah. You're gonna see me. I'm gonna run for city council. So you're just at it. Listen. I told you, there's no stopping. There's no stopping. I love it. You see, I, I'm trying to tell you, even if it takes me five years, ten yeah. years, I'm going to do it. Yeah. It doesn't matter how long it takes me to get there. Right. I mean, um, it's funny because, like, I dropped out with no education. Yeah. And went back to school got my GED, medical assistant, and CNN. Now I'm currently in school for RN. There's yeah. no stopping. Right. Now I'm going I'm, I'm to be in City Hall before you know it. Yeah. You know? I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> I keep telling you. everybody that. Yeah. But look out for this face. Yeah. And you're, you're speaking it into existence. And not only that, you're not even just speaking it. You're, you're making, you're doing it indeed. You know I, what I mean? I tell everybody that. I, I, it's funny because like I'll walk by, I walk everywhere like I told you before, yeah. I'm legally blind, I can't drive. Right. So I'll walk by and I'll see billboards and I literally envision, if it, it's my face there. I don't yeah. see anything else. I don't see anybody's advertising. I don't see anybody with their name on that board but mine. Yeah. No one else can see it yet. Right. But I see it. But that's, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. It's there. It's already there. Yeah. It's in the making, right? Yeah. For so sure. anything that I do, I visualize myself in that in that predicament, and it works because it never fails. I'm there. Yeah. I said I was gonna start a business. 
a little a little later on down the road, but it just so happened. Um, the company I worked with prior to that, um, I ended up going through a bad experience with them and was sure. like, I can't continue this. Right. So they need It's better. a setback. Yes. So um, I just said, you know what? I'm just going to go. Yeah. On the 24th, I stopped working with my, that company. Mm-hmm. On a, No, on the 23rd. On the 24th, my business was already registered at City Hall. And wow. In one week and four days, I already had the whole foundation built. Wow. So... I mean, it takes people three, two, three years to get one client. I already had my first client in seven months. I'm on my fourth client right now. Right. So it's like I'm building quick. I don't want to go too fast. No, right. You know what I mean? Because that's but, that. That's yeah. I mean, I think things. Uh, you know, they take. They they need time. Yes, you know what I mean? Exactly. And you can. People get anxious. You know, they want to get it done. They want to do the right thing. Oh, but yeah. like that's setting yourself up for failure. You know Man, what I mean? If I you're not laying it properly. Moments. Yeah. In the beginning. Yeah. I'm telling you, when I say I'm talking about, I had LLC. I had. All, all three insurance, uh, general liability, personal liability, um, in uh, workman's comp in one week. Yeah. When I say I built this, it was the impulsive. I had so many people telling me, calm down, you're building way too fast. That's yeah. not going to work. You're going to make mistakes. Now I'm so patient and laid back and ready for everything just to come and outfold. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, I learned patience. That that That's definitely the virtual patience. Yeah. It's crazy. Patience I didn't have crazy. any of that. Yeah, I didn't have no that's something that I, I definitely am, admittedly am working on for oh, sure. Um, like it's just it's just like an everyday thing. You got to have to reel yourself in. You know what exactly. I mean? Because before you know it, it creeps up on you, and you're oh, like, yeah. I'm being impatient, or I'm being, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm not giving things the necessary time in the oven. You um, start making mistakes. Yeah, you start making unnecessary mistakes. mistakes, right? Yeah. So I don't I don't want that. So I have slowed down a lot. I'm yeah. okay with everybody. It's like, wait, you need more clients. I'm like, nah. Yeah. That's gonna come with God. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. Listen. When I thought I couldn't afford everything I have, I mean, I have a whole office with four, I have four offices, five offices. Wow. Um, I have an HR room, I have a conference room, I have a, I have my office, I have um, specifically, and then I have um, two other offices. So I'm doing like a whole waiting area, I'm building it, you know, and it happens so quick. Yeah. Because I was like, we got to do this. Then I'm now, I'm taking steps back, learning from Ethan Raw, learning the things I need to learn on the inside to fill in that foundation. You know what I mean? To do it right. Um, that it definitely makes a huge difference now. Yeah. I'm a little more laid back. God ain't going to give me something and take it back. Right. He yeah. gave it to me already. Yeah. And he ain't going to put too much on my plate that more than I can handle. can't handle. handle. Yeah. And it looks so, like you can handle a lot, honestly. Yeah. I don't see that ever being a thing for you. I don't see it on In fact, I probably should I should learn to throw another plate on the side. Yeah. Maybe he gave One me to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Extra to go. A little bit of yeah. dessert on the side. Absolutely. <laughs> um, you seem like a very happy person. How are you? Like, what is the main thing that keeps you positive? What is something that keeps you driven? What is something that that fuels your your attitude towards your life and also because you know i imagine like you've dealt with a lot of uh slips and stumbles of your own and i don't i think you might you might agree you might disagree but isn't that like once you you met a certain uh you know low point in your life it only gets easier after that right, right? Exactly. it's funny that you say that because if you throw something in my face i'm like it could be a simple puzzle Try to put that puzzle together. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> what is wrong with you? It's yeah. simple. It's right there in your yeah. face. Right. Everything must be complicated in my head. It right. never seems that easy. Nothing's right. easy for me, right? Mm-hmm. 
But um, no, actually, like what keeps me happy and the biggest drive is pretty much getting to meet you and many others around me yeah. and putting smiles. Every day I make sure I put a smile on someone's face. Oh, you it don't matter who it is. One down. Yeah. <laughs> so look at that. See, yeah. and just knowing that I can make someone smile or just being there. Yeah. You don't know how many people come up to me and say, Denise, like, you did this for me, you did that. And I'm looking, I'm like, I don't even remember it because yeah. I do it out of the kindness of my heart. Right. You know, so just being able to make a smile and add on to my family, because you guys is going to help me get in the office. I'm taking over. Yeah. So that's just what it is. Like, just that keeps the drive. And like I said, everywhere I walk, I envision me in somewhere big. So that right there keeps a smile on my face. It keeps me going. Like, you don't even know. It gives me the hunger. It gives me the energy. It makes me happy to like, hey, this is me. What are you talking about? That's my billboard. Yeah. What are you talking about? I'm in that office. Yeah. That's my office. What? I have a whole franchise. Wait, I got three of them right now. Like, what are you talking about? That's amazing. About? So that's what keeps a smile on my face because that's what's going to help me grow. Right? Yeah, this absolutely. positive and believing. Right. And that's 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 hard for a lot of people. You know what I mean? That's hard to to stay positive, especially. Here's something that I've I learned at a uh, young age that your problems always seem so much bigger when you're in the middle of it, oh, yes. right? It's it's I think one of the big things to dealing with that kind of stuff is put yourself in the third person, take yourself out of your own shoes, you know, and look from the outside in versus the inside out. Because the inside out, it, it, things can look bleak, hopeless. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's discouraging for a lot of people. Um, it, it ruins your motivation. Well, but, listen, don't. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you do, don't let. I every negative is there's a positive. Absolutely. Right. But every negative, two negatives make a positive. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> every time you hit a negative, think of something different that can build you the next day. Because that's how I look at it. Yeah. If I have one negative today, I promise you later on, I'm finding a positive. Yeah. I'm finding a positive. I don't care. It's the smallest thing. It could be the smallest thing. Giving a bum a dollar. Yeah. And making sure that they eat or have a drink. Or right. A blanket. That's right there is a smile. I make you smile. That is yeah. a positive. It's, yeah. It's small. It don't gotta be huge, right? Yeah. Because the smallest things yeah. turn out to be huge. That's yeah. the huge part. Yeah, for so sure. I agree with you. Yeah. A lot of people allow, allow. That's that gritty. I'm very gritty. Right. Yeah. I'm very gritty. I'm I'm ready to go. If I fall, pick. You don't even got to worry about it. Don't give me nothing. I'm getting back up on two <laughs> It's to get it. There's no choice in that. So, yeah. I love it. That's I love that's I amazing. How, how do you feel like your your childhood and your upbringing played into um, the person you are today? Um, I think learning that. So, it's unfortunate dealing with my mother's situation sure. a lot. Losing a brother at the age of 17. I grew up in, in Roxbury, Boston, Massachusetts. So, I grew up hardcore seeing people get shot over cigarettes, right? Yeah. Um, and I seen a lot of my family members follow the same foot track. I didn't want that. I wanted more. I knew I wanted more. I know I didn't want no damn kids and I ended up with six. <laughs> right? That's how it goes. So, <laughs> so um, I think um, just the thought of seeing things and I, I've i always felt like I had amazing energy, not to toot my own horn. Sure. I always felt like I was put here to do something big. I just didn't know what it was for. Yeah. And now maybe just me being born and putting smiles on people's faces is what I was meant to be. But like, yeah. I've always felt like my, I didn't want to be those people. Mm-hmm. Anyone like I raised up with that wasn't doing well, right. and they helped me grow. Like yeah. they supported me, even even with going through 
all the trials and tribulations in my family with my life they actually helped me grow and and they saw in me too as well and that that was a huge i didn't want to let them down i didn't want to let anyone else down that was around me that believed in me so it was like i have no choice yeah you know i just knew that i wanted to be somebody and i'm i'm i still don't feel like i made it anywhere yet <laughs> I'm not telling you I'm not going to. I still no. have it. I'm still a marriage. I'm telling you I'm planning to be big. Yeah, yeah. That's the goal. But I, I think like that's the reason you feel that way is because I think you have goals. You know what I mean? Yes. That needs to be accomplished and you don't it doesn't sound like you stop having goals. Uh, no. Um because you, you become stale at that right. point. You know, exactly. you're dead in the water. If you don't have something to strive for, work for, get up every day for, you know, what are you doing? You know, you you're not you have nowhere to work towards. You have nowhere to go. Exactly. Um but it seems like you don't have that problem. No, like, I'm, even if it's just helping someone else. Like, I did mentoring, the Mill City mentoring. I love mentoring people. I see a lot of people coming to me, like, asking me for advice. I love getting resource, research, resources and helping everyone out. When I eat, you eat. That's yeah. my model, right? Yeah. Everybody around me. I eat, you eat. So if I find something I can help somebody else out with, they're they going to get that too. I mean, what you do with it is on you now. Absolutely. Well, me, I'm going to take everything and learn and run with it and take advantage of it. Yeah. You can't force the next person, right? You can't right. Bring, you can bring a camel to the water. You can't force them to drink. Yeah, that's so, absolutely like, true. that's just how I look at it. Like, yeah. I'm here to help everyone. You <laughs> no. help me, I help you. One yeah. hand washes the other. Absolutely. So it, se it sounds like your motivation, too, is also um, in the right place. Uh, some people let money motivate them. Some people let... Uh, expensive things or you know uh, or, uh, houses and all these material things that <laughs> all these uh, material things uh, let them motivate them but I don't feel like that is a uh, a uh, a long-term uh, source of motivation um, because no. it just it's not it's a fleeting it's a fleeting thing but your motivation seems to be from within um, it seems to be in the uh, in the aspect of serving others, um, which is something that, speaking to my own uh, experiences, I was in sales uh, before I, you know, I I was in the medical field. I'm an EMT, um, so like I was in sales, and that's like a money hungry, money oriented um, kind of uh, setup, you know. But something about it just didn't feel fulfilling. That's one of mine. No, that's fine. <laughs> Very nice to meet you. Hi. <laughs> but um, I feel like your motivations aren't aren't that way i'm I mean, sure hey, it's a nice perk but have anything. yeah i didn't i didn't have anything i mean it's crazy as it sounds i ain't a perfect person i used to still i used to go in a store and steal socks and underwears just so i have, have clean hygiene underneath yeah you know what i mean and this is back when i was younger it was to the point where uh family dollars when they first like came out in lawrence he would let us come in and just get socks and underwears because he respected us. We weren't going in there stealing candy. We weren't going in there stealing little things. We was going in there for socks and underwear yeah. to survive, you know? Yeah. So at the end of the day, I, I don't take anything for granted. I don't take anything for granted. Hold on, son. I'm talking. When I'm done talking, you come talk to me. Go play, and I'll be there, okay? No, you may not. Um. So, um. yeah. So, like, I can't want what I never had. Right. You know? I'm not going to chase what I haven't had it. I do tell my kids a big model is um when they ask me for something like Pepsi when he gets older he can have that. That's his, that's his <laughs> yeah. decision. Respect right. it now. Yeah. Hopefully he don't want it. But um, yeah. you can't. If you want something in the future, even though you see me with the money, doesn't mean I should go out and buy it for you. Absolutely. You need to learn that if that's what you want in the future, then buy it. 
it's a want. It's not what a, it's not a need. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like in my life, I mean, I live in a small three bedroom apartment with all six of my children. Yeah. And myself, right? Yeah. And I host two other people, right? So we live so cramped up, and I tell everybody we poor as hell. Yeah. Oh, you got a business. I'm. I'm just as much in debt as anybody else. I'm yeah. trying to build my business, right? Yeah. I tell them all the time, but we live happy. We eat at the table at 6.30. We tell each other we love each other every Absolutely. day. Absolutely. We, we look in the mirror. We tell each one of us, tell us what we all want to be and what yeah. we're going to be. Yeah. We have no choice but be that. We, so we're all you need. We're just so, just one as a family that we don't need expenses. We don't look forward to that. Would we like to have a bigger place to be able to run around sure. in? Sure. Hundred percent, everybody else. But until then, we're gonna make do what we got, yeah. and we're gonna eat off the same plate and enjoy it yeah. and love each other. Yeah, so it definitely. The, the le- that's why I say nothing's gonna change me. Money can't change me. It will never change me. Yep. Because at the end of the day, I struggle way too hard to let some evil take over me. Yeah. To me, money's evil is the root of all evil. Yeah. You know, depending on how you treat it and what you do with it. You know? Yeah. So, it's definitely, that's a great way of looking at it. Um, the fact that what really I enjoy about that is the fact that you tell your kids you love them. Like, I don't think, I'm, I was actually shocked because I come from a similar household where we always tell each other we love them. Um, we love each other. Uh, it was always, it was never a question. It was never, it was, it was, it's natural. Um, it's the way I've always been. It's the way my parents have been. But I'm actually shocked how often people don't tell each other. Oh, that's a mandatory. It's all the time. Like, I, I go I make to, them tell each other. That's huge. Listen, it's one thing when the yeah. parents tell you that, or right. um, when the parents don't tell you that, right? Yeah. Um, it's each other, the siblings. You may fight every day, all day, mm-hmm. but I need you guys to tell each other you love each other because family is huge and siblings are so divided. I got eight, I got seven siblings. One passed away, I should say. So six survived. We barely talk to each other. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm loving everybody on the outside because the ones that I'm supposed to be loving is not around or don't want to be on the same page. Absolutely. So at the end of the day, I think it's huge that you tell your sibling before you lay down, I love you. That's that bond that y'all need. Cause yep. you, it's, it's that home, that, that family mount together is what we all need. It's yeah. very, it's, it's a huge value in life, I feel like. No one else around us is gonna love us the way we love each other. Yeah. So like I, I that love is always consistently coming out of my mouth. I think they get tired of this. Yeah. They probably be like, yo, woman, you say it way too much, but it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. So I, feel that I definitely grew up. Um, so I have one sibling only. Oh wow. Um, so it's just me and my Girl? little sister. Um, yeah, uh, she was 28 years old. Uh, I'm 30. So oh, for the, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, we were, we're super close. Um, oh, that's awesome. but that was, uh, one thing that I learned, you know, my whole life. Like I never, uh, very rare when we fought, you know, we didn't that's really, awesome. but because I had no choice, who else am I going to play with? You know what I mean? Like she's the only one in the house that's going to play with me. So I got it. Like, I can't, I can't I treat her bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. No matter what, you know, it was always one of those things that, uh, I never understood, but I know so many siblings that don't get along. Um, and it's kind of shocking, you know what I mean? It's kind of shocking. It's uh, because I never had the option to, to dislike my sister, you know what I mean? It was always something that she's she became, like, she was my best friend. Growing up, uh, we grew up close uh, in age, so we were always, like, in similar places in life. Um, so we grew up together, you know what I mean? And, and I feel like if I were to have, like, uh, 
you know, too many options, too many siblings, I definitely wouldn't be as close. You know, I wouldn't I be. Agree with you. I wouldn't be as close. I think that I think that does play a huge part. Mm-hmm. It's like how can you possibly love all these damn siblings? <laughs> the like you, you be drained by the end of the night. No, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm the favorite. Even though we all don't talk, it's funny because I could not talk to my siblings for years, but I'm still the favorite. I don't yeah. care what anyone says. I'm the favorite of all of them. They be like, who's your favorite, Denise? They can lie and say not because they ha- they're holding grudges. You know? But I'm the favorite. Yeah, I know I am. <laughs> so, like, it is it's painful when you're trying to love so many. That's why yeah. everybody's like, you have six kids. I'm like, yo, I don't know how I do. But they all here. They love me. I always spend time with them. I always individually spend time with them. They all get their individual time. I do got a favorite. <laughs> I don't lie. Yeah. Listen, I'm very honest. Yeah. You know, they're all my favorite, but I got a favorite. favorite yeah, yeah. You know? Absolutely. I mean, my favorite's the one that's gonna try to mount to take care of them if something ever happened to me. Right. You, know, you get the you get the baton. Pass it down when you're ready. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But I think those are important values to, to instill in your family. You know, because families fall apart. I think families fall apart now more than more than they used to. Um, growing up, like, like even like I, the death of my grandma kind of shattered my family in a way. It happens, um, right? Yeah, and they all live in Lawrence too. Like oh, wow. they're all within a you know three four mile radius. You know, oh, wow. it's not like they're they're super spread out. Um, in contrast, my father's side of the family is super spread out across several countries. Um, but they talk to each other more. They uh, I think they feel the distance. You know, um, and I think the the opposite on my mom's side of the family, they're they're comfortable because they live so close to each other. They take it for granted almost. Um, but there's something to be said for that because it's it's I think there's in, in a sense when you're deprived of something it makes you appreciate things a lot more you know what I mean and my grandma was the the uh, the ironic part is my grandma was the glue um, to a family that's that has each other readily available um so once she once the glue fell apart they just went their separate ways and you know little grudges here and there uh, allowed uh, wedges in between their relationships that's so I definitely understand what you mean, and I and That's I appreciate when you're like. That's why I say I got a favorite that. favorite. Yeah. People don't realize it. When I say I got a favorite, doesn't mean I love her more. differently or more. Yeah. I just think that she's gonna be the one I help. Let her know, like if I'm if I'm gone, I'm down. You got to be the one to step up and you got to be the one to keep them together. I feel like that's really huge. Everybody look at it like this one person. This one person is going to go. Whether God wants them today, tomorrow, or 20 years from now, right? Who's going to take over? Yeah. It's got to be someone else that take over. Yeah. Listen, I don't talk to my family. A majority. Yeah. But I know for a fact if something ever happened, God forbid, to my mother, I'm going to take over. I'm going to bring us all back together. That's that. I, that's how I know I'm her favorite. Right. I was a chosen one. You yeah. know what I mean? I feel like there is always a chosen one. It should be always a chosen one in the family. I know that sounds a little bit crazy, but no, it doesn't. Um, with huge families, someone's got to do it. Someone has to take the helm. Yeah. And, exactly. Yeah, and I. Excuse me. Uh, luckily, you know, I don't have. Uh, you know, a huge family, but there is that want. You know what I mean? There is that need for uh, for unity um, in the family dynamic. Um, so that's something I've been struggling with a little bit, admittedly, um, because, like, I I would I think it's time for us to get over whatever it's been um, going go, up to this point. Um, and I feel like it's it's handed down to the, the younger generation now. I think they don't hold the same grudges the older generation does. Oh, good. Like, that's something that... Uh, I think we all understand that we want we have that need for family and mm-hmm. unity, um, exactly. and I really think I feel it like between my cousins uh, on my mom's side of the family, anyways. I feel it between my cousins that they want that 
a part of their life again. Um, so you know, I get like invites once in a while to see my cousins and stuff like that. No, no, so I'm, it's something. I'm passing the baton to you. Yeah, <laughs> to get them yeah, let me get one of those batons. Like, yo, listen, let's go. Yeah, let's get together, even if it's yeah. once a once a month, once every yeah. three months. That's how it starts, right? Yeah, that's where it starts, right? Something small, man. Like every every Thanksgiving, I literally have like 50 people. I have a dinner in my basement. Top five five tables. 10 chairs around it and we're all eating. Half of us don't even get along, but we there laughing and joking. It's not about being fake. We're showing that love that we need to show, you know? Yeah. So like, hey, you start something. Whatever yeah. you lack and you pick up on it. Yeah, you know you're definitely I mean? an inspiring individual. I mean, I've we've been talking for like 20, 30 minutes, but I do feel like you do have something something about you that definitely provides it definitely that. puts an impact i know you i can tell i definitely appreciate that i love everybody remember that yeah everybody's everybody i'm for everybody everybody's for me that's it yeah i don't care who you are what you've done no judgment foundation yeah absolutely no judgment i'm for everyone man. it's a great event man honestly i i do feel super proud of destiny for doing this listen um just yeah it's just a hundred percent like she this suits her you know what i mean she is this type of person she it's just who she is she no. definitely is just who she is like I, all of this is done because of her and she she was afraid that it was gonna fail you know and i'm Listen, like there's, no like there's no way much turnout. i'm like girl the fact that you got all these donations this is for your next event whatever yeah. don't get used now it's for the next event yeah. i told her i was like don't worry you're still learning and uh she thinks this was a trial i'm like this wasn't no trial and tribulation this is the beginning yeah remember this is your first year i was gonna say a that. lot of people you think people show up to my knocking on first my everything yeah oh look i want you to be my caregiver I want yeah you yeah to be. first day no <laughs> no you know absolutely. i'm wondering why my phone's not ringing tomorrow or yeah. yesterday or today yeah. you know that's okay you're yeah. gonna things are gonna go it are it was already a success the fact that you had all this stuff here for people in need like that's huge you know and she did that all on her own with no yeah guidance. she did she no did guidance. That's my girl. I told. I, I'm like, it's impossible for you to think that you're gonna fail. It's. It doesn't make sense. No it just the like the fact that you're even doing this. No. The the fact that the amount of work it takes to organize all this, make sure everything runs, and it went pretty smooth. It went really when smooth. and it had a Very pretty organized. huge turnout. This this room was it packed. It really was. It really was. Very organized. Everything. She she couldn't want. 500 people here yes but it probably wouldn't have been it would have been way too much and overwhelming I keep absolutely you don't want that as your first run of, not at all you wouldn't want mellow, that mellow things you got extra stuff throw another one i mean yeah. there's kids that uh need something in the middle of the school year teachers are struggling they absolutely. don't have papers they don't everybody have yes everybody throw another one in the middle hey you your child's book bag broke you know People grow out of clothes, right? Yep. So they're going to give out a paper. They're going to give Unless out a Unless you're phase. me, then I've been the same height for like oh, listen. 20 years. Bless you. Bless you. Listen, I've been the same height probably for 30. You know, but that's besides the point, you yeah. know? But still, you know, she's she, she doesn't even realize what she's done for. No, I, I don't think so. And I also think that if it was, like, let's say she got the 500 people that she was hoping for. Um it might even feel like, even though it on paper it looks good, it might have felt like a failure because it's just too much to handle. Much to you know what I mean? You, she might even end up feeling worse because she just didn't execute it as well as she could have. But this was like a perfect execution. I think perfect. she she was she was you know she's smiling, she's having a good time. Yep. People are networking, yep. they're doing their thing. I mean, we were just talking about how good you're doing. Yeah, this is 
impressive. Yeah, it's very impressive. We're very, oh, very happy. Impressive. Yeah, I just I just want to let you know I'm proud of you. Yeah, Thank I don't you. want yeah, yeah, I'm very proud you. of you. This is something for y'all. Nah, listen, <laughs> this was all you. Yeah. The fact that you were able just to come out and like network and get to know people, show that beautiful smile, yeah. and be able to get this, this is huge. Hell yeah, she, I agree. Let me tell you, like yeah. she don't even know the gifts that she has. Yeah. I tell her all the time, I call her up just to tell her I love her and tell her like, yo, <laughs> you don't you you snitch, yeah. you know? Like, I love you, you know what I mean? Like, she don't even know, She and then she's telling me, you motivate, no, listen, you motivate me. It's huge, we motivate each other, we feed off each other. She's, she's huge, man, she's the real deal. I tell you that much. Yeah, I agree. Um, so tell the listeners a little bit about your mission statement uh, for what, what you're trying to accomplish in terms of uh, your businesses and your and your goals. Okay, so um, my mission is to make sure that um, for now, just pretty much build my foundation, learn the ins and outs of running a business to be able to succeed. I'm not asking for a thousand people to knock at my door to allow me to work for them. Right. Get to know me. Yes. Begin to trust me. Yeah. Become part of my family and my unit. My unit. Other than that, that's my mission. Is to love everybody and make everybody feel like they can call me if needed. You know, or when when you want it. You know what I mean? So. Absolutely. So um, we're gonna wrap up because everything's coming to an end here, and I don't want to hold on uh, too long. Um, but I want people to know uh, more about you. Go ahead and plug yourself where people can reach you. People can find out more about you. If you have anything like that, a Perfect. website or yes. whatever else. Go so ahead I and have uh, a website. Um, it's uh, Extended Family Lowell at um, extendedfamilylowell.com. Um, and you can also reach me on Facebook at Extended, Fam at Extended Family. Also the same as well on Instagram. Um, you can also... Um, Reach me at my business at 978-967-0200, extension 1, even if it is just a talk. And that's amazing. And I, I want to thank you for taking the time, talking to me, um, talking to listeners. Um, and I'll, I'll get your number from Destiny because I, I want anything, any of these links, I'm going to put them in the episode description. Um, and I'll share it on Facebook and do whatever else I can. Um, but Stop you've been a pleasure. Me. Yeah, I know. So I, I, <laughs> keep in touch, man. It's, not a, it's definitely need, not a... Even if it's just a, Go out and have a drink or to eat. I'm definitely not upset. I'm definitely not upset. I think I'm going to enjoy uh, getting to know you. Definitely, I really do. 100%. But thank you so Take much. Care. I appreciate your nice time.